And here we are. Well, hello, this is Miss Kapow, and today's date is September 20th, 2020. Ah, excellent. Look how many 2020. <laughs> I know, 2020 ended already. It don't matter, though. It's not. It's just going to be. This is the one, the day we recorded it, and our listeners will hear it on the 21st. They will. Okay, so here it is. Today, we are going to do a thing called 10 Reasons to Prioritize Scripture. Scripture. And here's why. Let me give a little introduction. All right. Okay. Uh, you're listening to the Kapow Radio Show. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can listen to it. I'm talking to the listeners. Mm-hmm. You can listen to it on podcast. iTunes is probably our most popular. iTunes. But there's a whole bunch of podcast apps out there that carry the Kapow Radio Show. Just type that in and find it and listen to your favorite app. All right? You can also find a podcast player at fifthhookmedia.com or kapowradioshow.com. And we have a podcast player right there. And you can listen to all the podcasts. Okay? So there's no excuse. Brilliant. Yes. Now, at the same time, the podcast is recorded on video called Kapow Cam. This goes on YouTube video on our Fifth Hook Media YouTube video channel. Easy enough? If you can't find it, go once again to fifthhookmedia.com and you'll find all the Kapow Cam videos lined up there. Mm-hmm. If you can't do that, go to kapowradioshow.com and you'll find all the Kapow Cam videos lined up right there. All right? All right. While you're at Kapow, I'm sorry, while you're at fifthhookmedia.com, mm-hmm. there's other stuff in there. There's teaching there. There's um, merchandise. There is, bo- we write books. <laughs> Go figure. Our books are there uh, to purchase. the direct links to Amazon. It's super easy. The other thing on there is Mesquite Cafe. And Mesquite yes. Cafe is our music project. And we write music and write songs, and we produce this music, and it's under Mesquite Cafe. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear some of the music and the videos are all on fifthhookmedia.com. Also, kapowradioshow.com has them, too. All right? So mm-hmm. go have fun. And at the end of this show, I'm going to play one of our newer songs that we wrote called Give Me Peace. Mm-hmm. All right? Amen. Kapow and I are hanging on it. I think that's uh, about it for the announcements. So Very good. Okay, let's get right on with the show then. Uh, ten reasons. Uh, uh-oh. What happened? Nothing. 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 <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I just scared myself. Oh. I just scared myself. I wanted to make sure I was uh, actually recording. And oh. I am. Uh, yeah. Uh, ten reasons to prioritize scripture. Here's what's come to our attention. As Ms. Kapow and I watch various YouTube videos, we watch uh, various Bible teachers. You know, there, there are pastors out there that are teaching. There are uh, Bible teachers out there teaching. And then there's a host There's a host of people who are just hanging up their shingle and just saying whatever they're saying. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there's a lot of nonsense out there. There's a lot of crazy, crazy heresy, but stuff that's not quite heresy, but it's not biblical. You know what I mean? It's there's problems, and there's a lot of it. There's more and more of it, and um, 
There's a lot of apostasy. Uh, there's a lot of falling away from biblical truth. The other thing we've noticed is communication to us. We get emails or some kind of communication. And by the way people are talking and what they're doing, uh, they're straying from, from biblical doctrine, foundation. There's just stuff they're saying or doing. It's just not, it's not right. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's our culture. A lot of it is our, our humanism. Um, and a lot of it is just poor teaching. And, and to be honest with you, it's poor discipline on our part as Christians to embrace the words of God. So what we're noticing is that people uh, will gladly say, if, if you were to ask, do you, um, you believe the Bible is the word of God? Well, well Absolutely. Um, do you believe that uh, the Bible is an error? There's no error, error in the Bible when you're talking about the, the 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 content and what God is saying. That's right. Well, of course, of course. Yeah, you know they believe all that. And um, but the problem is, the problem is, is do you understand what the content of that book is? Mm. Mm. If you did, it, you wouldn't be so easily beguiled. He wouldn't stray so easily to some of these weird heresies, following some of these weird people, okay? Bunch of word of faith people out there, a bunch of them. Blab it, grab it, claim it. And I'm not just talking Benny Hinn, Kenneth Copeland. I'm talking about a whole bunch of people that are middle of the road. And we did, last show we did uh, last week was on the state of theology, uh, it was a study, and it was a sad, sad show yeah. uh, about what evangelical Christians are believing today. Mm-hmm. So this show, I may be preaching to the choir, to a lot of you, but I do believe there's a lot of you who are not quite embracing the Word of God as ultimate truth, and therefore you're going to get in trouble or you're already in trouble. All right? It's All right. it's easy to do when you get when you start... Strain. Now, we write books, okay? We just published my sister's book. She just mm-hmm. wrote a book about grace. Yeah. I'm not telling you not to read other people's books or other things. What I'm telling you is that if you were going to go to prison and you only had one book to take with you, it shouldn't be Paul and Linda's Demons in My Marriage Bed. It mm-hmm. should be the Bible. Mm-hmm. So you can read other people's books, and that's fine. But you're prioritized. That's why the show is called 10 Reasons to Prioritize the Scriptures. Amen. The Bible has to be first and foremost. Now, there is a heretical book going out there, and it has affected women like crazy. Mm-hmm. But there's some weak-minded men. There's a pastor in town that's weak-minded that has endorsed it on his church Facebook page. Mm-hmm. That's a, a devotional book called Jesus Calling. Yeah, and we've she, talked about that before, and we've given a teaching on that Jesus when it Calling, first came out, actually. Yes. Jesus Calling was downloaded to these women with their long antennas from demons. It is not a godly book. It's not based on biblical principles. It's... It's a doctrine of demons, folks. And there's mm-hmm. many women who just open this thing up every day, and that's what they're guided by. It's not okay. It's not okay. Put that kind of crap down, burn it, matter of fact, and open up your Bible and get back 
to reading and understanding and seeking truth through the scriptures, mm -hmm. sola scriptura, okay? That's what Martin Luther nailed on the Wittenberg door in the Reformation, okay? Forget the rest of the crap and get back to truth. If you don't, here's my warning to you. If you don't, you are going to fall much deeper than you already are or you can even imagine. And you'll be lucky if you can crawl out of that pit. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I see it all around us. And when trouble comes your way, when the real trouble's coming, and it's coming, you're not going to have any truth to grab onto. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to be just hanging onto your Beth Moore nonsense and all this. Put it away, please. Please put it away. Especially, uh, and you might have a study Bible that you love. And that's great. But if you're, if you're reading the man's notes in his study Bible more than you are the scriptures and letting the Holy Spirit guide you, you have a problem. Yeah, because the, the Bible teaches that the Holy Spirit, that's why we have the Holy Spirit, because one of his um, uh, jobs is to um, teach us, to illuminate the, um, the, the Word of God and to place that in our heart and give us understanding. And, you know, there's, there's correct hermeneutical ways to study the Word of God. We have shows on this, too. Mm -hmm. there, you know, you don't just open up a letter and go, hmm, it all applies to me. You got Who's the audience? Was it Israel? Was it, was it the book of Hebrews in the New Testament? Mm, there's a clue. It was written to Jewish people. Paul wrote to Gentiles. You got to know your audience. What was going on with that audience? What problems was he addressing? Mm -hmm. You know, when Jesus was talking, was he talking to Pharisees? Was he talking to his disciples? Was he talking to his false disciples? Was you know what I mean? Yeah. There's ways to you can't. It, it, no prophecy is individually interpreted. That's the other thing that just drives me nuts. All these prophecy kooks out there, especially mm -hmm. now when things are just falling apart. Everybody's in a prophecy in the end times. Ugh, it just drives me nuts. There's real prophecy, and then there's this phony baloney just nonsense. Ugh, don't get me going. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing we noticed, and this is why, 10 reasons to prioritize scripture. Bible studies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of Bible studies that are using uh, books. Instead of the Bible. Yeah, and then they call it a Bible study. Now, we recently, I got excited because we recently got notified that one of our local bodies here was having a, a joint men and women Bible study. I don't know why we would separate in the first place, but it's not my church. Mm -hmm. I mean, I want to go to Bible study. I want to go with my wife. Right. I want to go with sisters in Christ. And maybe they want may, might want to be around other brothers in Christ, too. Mm -hmm. But anyway... But then also we get the same uh, instructions and, you know. We're on the same page. Exactly. Yes. Instead of divided like that. Yeah. So that's, it's another pet peeve of mine. You know, women go here, men go here. So we got notice that there was a body here that was going to combine men and women Bible study. On the book of Daniel. On the book of Daniel. And so, man. Told Miss Capel, we're there. Right. A Wednesday night, we're there. Um, that'll be that'll be nice. It'll be nice to be around other believers. We'll study the book of Daniel. Cool, cool. 
Nee, nee. They are using Beth Moore's DVD series on And, Daniel. Yeah, so she's the one that's teaching yeah. about this. Yeah. I don't learn under Beth Moore. I don't learn under false teachers. <laughs> Word of God, folks. So I had contacted the pastor and said, is this true? Yeah. The, the women really... The women really want Beth Moore. And what I'm going to do is at the end, I'm just going to come and talk and then like tie everything up. So I had told this man, oh, well, I can't come because I'm allergic to Beth Moore. That was my exact words. I'm allergic. He said, well, I understand that. Uh, but, you know, I am going to be talking at the end. Well, you know, I don't want poop sandwich. You can't give me, you can't make me a burger and then have just a little bit of dog feces in it. And go, here, mm. Paul, eat it. Mm -mm. Okay, so, I, so it's just, it's all around us, folks. So we have to prioritize reading the scriptures. And that's what we're going to talk about today. After, Ms. Kapow, yes. this commercial break. Correct. Recently, spiritual attacks on innocent people have increased considerably. This is partly due to society's transformation into a satanic cult. Most people are clueless or hopeless in combating this spiritual mayhem. We wish to offer two good books to overcome these attacks. First, Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare offers one of the most effective training systems in combating spiritual darkness in order to gain personal freedom. Second. Eyes to See Unseen Enemies teaches how to see the hidden dangers which are all around us, even in places we would least expect them. Both books can be purchased on Amazon.com as a paperback or ebook. It is our desire that you will take advantage of these opportunities to increase your effectiveness in spiritual warfare and learn how to fight back instead of being a victim. We'll see you on the battlefield. I'm back! Hey! <laughs> I didn't think I would. Oh, you're so upset. Uh, okay. You're funny. Uh, was it? Was was I funny? I think you're uh, always that, funny. Yeah. That you was always at, make me laugh. I always make you laugh. That was at the 19 uh, minute mark, I think. Something like that. I better write that down, huh? Well, that might be a good idea. <clears throat> might be a good idea. Of course, I have 14 minute mark on the, the, the podcast. Mm. Mm. Interesting. So... Let's get on to this. Here's how we're going to do this. Ms. Kapow has Two. 10 scriptures. Yeah. And these scriptures are going to give us 10 reasons to prioritize scripture and why it's so important. We just picked 10 reasons. We could be here all day long. Oh, yeah. There was a lot more that came to mind, but we just settled on. Yeah. We could do a show called 100,000 Million Reasons <laughs> to Prioritize God's Word. We could the over. whole word. Yeah. So, so well, hopefully these 10 things will be enough. For you to go, dang. To wet your whistle. They're, they're right. I need to put down some of this nonsense and concentrate more on the Word of God. Folks, look at look at this. If those who are on the Kapow Cam, watch me. What am I doing? I'm pointing my finger at you, right? Right? But what's pointing at me? Oh, I got three and a thumb pointing at me. I do this all the time. I'll get engrossed in stuff. I'll start reading a book. I'll get to know something like that. And then I put down the word of God. And you know why I can tell 
uh, what happens is I start feeling kind of spiritually sick after a while. I'm not feeding myself. Mm-hmm. And I start getting some anxiousness, like, you know, things are wrong here. Because I'm not getting the pure word of God. I'm, I'm, I'm reading about... You know, who knows what, you know, you know, Jesus and mushrooms. I don't know, you know, whatever, whoever wrote a book about that, you know, it's like, oh, that's interesting. You know, <laughs> did, did he eat him with fish or, you know, so I'm pointing back at me. I do it. And I was telling Miss Kapow today, it, it's easy to get sidetracked. I, you guys have heard me tell the story about UFOs. I got mm-hmm. into UFOs. I was standing outside looking at them. I saw them all the time. I would film them all the time. I have I'd take pictures and they would show up because what was happening is if you're looking for demons, they're going to come and, 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 and operate in your life. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until God <laughs> let me have an abduction dream vision experience. And I say, God, let me have it because that's what changed me around. And I was being abducted out of my bedroom into a craft and that scared the heck out of me. Mm-hmm. And I said, Lord, forgive me. I'm not going to do this no more. Mm-hmm. And I don't. The other thing is, is uh, a year ago, Ms. Kapow and I went through some stuff. And I was uh, filming these rods uh, that were coming through our windows or at our front door. Little visitors, little elves. And, and I really got into it. And I started researching this stuff. The Holy Spirit inside of me said, shut that down. Mm-hmm. Because when you start looking for them, they're going to come. See, these are extra biblical things that don't edify me or anybody else. Yeah. So I hope you get my point. I think they do. Okay, mic drop. Good night. <laughs> All right. So, Ms. Capel. Yes, 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 yes. Let's do the first scripture. Okay. The first scripture... Is found in Hebrews eleven six, and it says, "But without faith, it is impossible to please Him, which is who is God. For he that comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him." So, the first reason. To stick to scripture and prioritize it in our lives is to please God. Mm-hmm. And build our faith, right? Build our faith. Because we can't come to God without believing that he exists and he rewards those who sincerely seek him. So if we're not seeking his word and guidance every day in our lives... Mm-hmm. Well, how are, we, how are we pleasing him? How are we exercising our faith? Right. Okay? So that's reason number one. It's because you love God. Prioritize his word. All right? All right. All right. The second scripture is found in 2 Timothy 2, 15. And it says, see, I have it to 19... Okay, I'm just talking to myself. Okay. Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So, number two, and this is a big one. Okay, so if number one doesn't get you like, oh, I love God and I want to please God. Number two, on a more selfish reason, should get you is that 
this is how you're approved by God. You want God to approve you? You want God to shake his head and go, well done, my good and faithful servant? Come on in. I do. Yeah. So the scripture here is that you work hard. You work, what? Work hard? Hello? Work hard so you could present yourself to God and receive his approval. The, the, the New Living Translation says, work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. Be a good worker. One who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. When it says work hard to be a good worker, is this a system of works? Mm -mm. No. It flows out of your salvation, your relationship to the Lord God. Exactly. So what you're working hard at, being a good worker, is being a good sheep. Mm-hmm. You're being a good listener. You're hearing his voice. You're following the one. You're a Christian? Then follow Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay, quit following pastors and preachers. I was going to name names. People like that. Quit following them. They're not your God. Quit following your church. Quit worshiping your church. Okay? Mm-hmm. Those, are, those are all outflows of your relationship with God. You want to receive approval. Be a good worker. And what does it say? One who does not need to be ashamed, Mm -hmm. who correctly explains the word of truth. Can you correctly, correctly explain the word of God to another person who may not understand it? This has nothing to do with being a teacher or having a gift of teaching or being a, a pastor or a shepherd or a leader or whatever you want to call them. This has everything with you Understanding the word of God, working hard to understand that so you can present it to somebody who may not. Amen? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was and a good plus one. And plus, um, when you show yourself approved unto God, that gives you the confidence that when he comes, that you can stand before him. Mm. Right? Amen. <laughs> right there, just the two reasons right there are enough just prioritize the scripture, right? Mm -hmm. Right there, I'm convinced. Okay, then the third reason is preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. So in other words, all the time. To reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering, patience, and doctrine. For the times will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, But after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto Mm. fables. Now, you didn't give the scripture reference. Oh, I'm sorry. 2 Timothy 4, and I have it from 2 to 4. Yes. So that's the third reason. There's a lot of reasons within this third reason. Mm -hmm. So... Check this out on this one. Uh, the third big reason to, to stay in Scripture is so you don't be deceived. You avoid mm-hmm. false doctrine. Uh, a lot of times, you know, I'm, I'm hearing stuff from these uh, these guys on YouTube. I'm hearing stuff and I'm like, how, how do you get there? How do you get to this belief that you could just speak stuff into existence? Because How about Kenneth Copeland and his little God thing? Kenneth Copeland, Benny Hinn, um, 
uh, rings, the, um, the earrings. What's her name? Joyce. Joyce, Joyce Myers. Meyer. I mean, these people, the little god heresy, they believe they're gods. Oh, Creflo Dollar. Oh, yeah. Did a big thing. Well, God created everything out of his kind. That's how he talks. God created everything out of his kind. And so uh, uh, cattle beget cattle. <laughs> sheep beget sheep. Snakes beget snakes. I know because I'm one. I was begetted by my father, the snake. And then God made humans after his own kind. We're little gods. Well, if you're God, I'm screwed. Because <laughs> I think you're a moron and a buffoon and a complete idiot. A rich idiot, but an idiot. And the riches ain't going to do you any good in hellfire, my friend. <clears throat> so avoid false doctrine. So that was a good scripture. I think that's good. Yeah. So priest, be prepared. Whether the time is favorable, be prepared to do what? Patiently correct? Is that what you're doing, Brother Kapow? Is that what you're doing, Miss Kapow? Are you patiently rebuking and encouraging people and with good teaching? You're dang right you are. Hmm. Because the time is here. When Paul wrote this, he said the time was coming, but the time is here. People aren't listening to sound and wholesome doctrine or teaching anymore. They're following their own desires. And they're going to look for teachers that are going to tell them whatever they want to hear. Oh, I want the Joe Osteen seven ways to have a perfect life. Mm -hmm. And you know, in the Gospels, you know, when, when uh, the Lord's disciples asked him about end times... I believe in all four of the Gospels, it says um, Jesus tells them, yes. be not deceived. Four times. And um, so that was a really big thing, you know, Yeah, because that was number one in all of the four Gospels. That's a sign of the end. It's the, it's the apostasy. Paul talked about it in Second Thessalonians, the great falling away from truth. That's why we're doing this show like this. Um, and yeah, Jesus said that. Don't, don't be deceived. Paul says the time's coming. People aren't going to listen to it. They're going to follow their own desires. They're going to reject the truth and chase after myths. <laughs> right? That's right. It's all over the place. That's why you have churches in major denominations like the Southern Baptist Convention mm. going totally sideways. Yeah. You have other uh, Methodists and Lutheran, you know, they're, they're, they're ordaining gays and lesbians and transgenders and pastors wearing a wig now. And there are pastors that are not really standing up for the truth. You oh, know? gosh, no, no. It's, because um, it, it messes with the numbers. Noses equal dollars. You got the noses and the pews and that equals moolah. Don't get me going, Ms. Kapow. Sorry. <laughs> Go get okay. me going. I get off topic. The next uh, scripture is this or four? reason. Mm -hmm. This is one, two, three, four. Yeah. Um, is found in Hebrews 4, 12. And it says, For the word of God is quick ah. and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You see, so this is reason number four to stick to scripture and not go sideways. It exposes yourself. Mm -hmm. 
So it's a discerner of your own thoughts, your own inward being. Because you see, the, the, the Bible says our our hearts are deceitful. Mm-hmm. We we don't think right. We got we got reptilian brain. We mm-hmm. we're we're in a fallen world. We're born in this flesh suit. We're not thinking right. We need the Holy Spirit. We need guidance. That Holy Spirit in you, using the Word of God, discerns, it divides, mm-hmm. and you know right from wrong, right? Truth from friction. Exactly. Okay. And then in Proverbs, it says, lean not on your own understanding. Yeah. Ooh, but in all nice. your ways, acknowledge Him, Yes. His Word, and He shall direct thy steps. Yes. Right? Exactly. And here in... Um, Hebrews 4.13 says, Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and opened under the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Mm. So God sees everything. There is nothing hidden from him. Yeah. And the NLT says, and he is the one to whom we are accountable. (laughs) Uh, I mean, the first five reasons right there should just knock you off your socks. And like I said, we didn't search very hard. Miss Kapow just started searching some scriptures. We could we could be here all for the next ten years telling you why. Yeah, and these are the ones that came to me. So yeah, just um, okay. Exciting. I the know. next reason to pri- um, to prioritize scripture is uh, found in Hebrews five thirteen through 14 and this is one of my favorite scriptures for everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness for he is a babe and when we look at that scripture we can go to second peter uh 318 that says but grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our lord and savior jesus christ oh that's not the one i wanted no but Um, that's that's uh point number seven i think or point number six I was looking for the little baby one that Peter was talking about. Oh. Oh, well. Um, but anyways, um, oh, you know what? It's First Peter. Let me go down to First Peter. I think that's important to okay. read. Um, well, I'll yap while you get there. Is that okay? You can yap as much as you want. Okay, so the thing is, for someone who lives on milk is still an infant and doesn't know how to do what is right. So reason number... Reason number five is the discerning of evil. Why we should stick to scripture is that now we know how to do what is right. And um, like Ms. Kapow says, she loves the scripture. If you go to verse 11, Paul, Paul's writing, or the writer of Hebrews, I should say, the writer of Hebrews is writing to a Jewish, con- Jewish converted uh, congregation or people. And he says, there is so much more we would like to say about this, what he was talking about. But it's difficult to explain, especially because you are spiritually dull mm. and don't seem to listen. Ouch. Bam, 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 slap. He says, you've been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. But no, instead, you need someone to teach you about the basic things, about the God's word. You're like babies in milk, can't eat salt food, right? You're just like a big baby. You don't even know what to do. Solid food is for mature people. Mm-hmm. who through training have the skill to recognize the difference between right or wrong. So reason number five is discerning of evil. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Did e- you get good and evil. Yeah. Yeah. So 1 Peter uh, 2, 2 is uh, 
you know, when we were reading in Hebrews 5, where it says, Everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Well, Peter also says it in his epistle, that as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. Good. If so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Nice. So, and then it continues on um, in Hebrews that, but strong meat belongs to them that are full of age. So you're mature, right? Mm. You're continuing eating the word of God, which is the bread of life, which is his flesh, which is Mm. the word, um, full of age, so you're maturing. Even those who by reason of use have their senses um, exercised to discern both good and evil. Nice. That is a huge reason to stick to sola scriptura. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about the next one? Second Peter. Second Peter says, "But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen." And you know, when you read the Word of God and you apply it to your life and you're walking with the Lord Jesus, you know, it's just like Mm -hmm. any other relationship, you know, uh, husband and wife, for instance, Mm -hmm. friends. Um, As you walk with that person and you have the same mindset, um, your knowledge grows of that person, you know, when you you will decide whether it's uh -uh, not good or where you really enjoy that person and your friendship grows. And that's how it is with the Lord Jesus Christ and God the Father and the Holy Spirit because we become one with him, them. And um, as they are one, we become one with them. And we just um, continue to grow in our knowledge and our understanding of who he is, what the Father did, what the Father uh, sacrificed, you know, his his only begotten son. And... um, and, and also, we're unified as the body, so we have the same mind, and we grow together because we are one body under Christ, who is the head, and we grow as one. Yeah. So, I mean, <coughs> that's very well put, very well articulated. So, reason number six is could be summed up knowing Christ. Exactly. The, the reason why we should prioritize Scripture over anything else. Mm-hmm. The content of the Scripture, knowing what the Word says, it's because we want to know Christ. Now, we're called Christians. So don't you think we should know who it is that we're following Christ? Mm-hmm. Uh, in John, he says, the sh- my sheep hear my voice. They follow me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won't go after another shepherd. They hear me. So... If you belong to Christ, you're not going after Benny and Kenny and um, that Creflo Dollar, and you're not going after the, the mega church, the church, or Todd. What's his name? Todd White. Todd Bear, White, you know. That dude. <laughs> you're going after Christ and Christ alone. Uh-huh. And also, uh, the Word of God says that um, knowing God is life eternal. Yeah. You know? And the Word is living yeah. and um, and so we put it in our hearts and we 
uh, do the word, we're doers of the word, it brings life to our <coughs> spirit, to our soul, Amen. and um, broadens our understanding and knowledge of who the Lord God is. You know, before we leave this, uh, this is number six, before we leave this, uh, you know, the, the reason why we're sticking to Scripture for number six is to know Christ. Right above it in verse 17, uh, Peter writes, mm. he says, um, be on guard. Yeah. He says, then you will not be carried away by the errors of these wicked people and lose your own secure footing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'll read it again. Be on guard. Then you will not be carried away by the errors of wicked people and lose your own secure footing. That's telling you something. That means you could lose your footing, your mm-hmm. security, because you're going in error. That's Then he says, rather, grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior. Pretty heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, every reason has just been out of the ballpark on why you should stick to Scripture. Right? Yep. Our next Scripture is in John 51. Uh, 651. 651. Yes. What, what did I say? One? You just said John 51. Oh, it's John 651. And it says, I am, this is Jesus speaking, the living bread, which came down from heaven, just like the manna mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. You see, earlier, just before this, you were talking about eternal life. Mm -hmm. So here's Jesus saying, I'm the bread, right? Anybody partakes of the living bread? The living bread, Mm -hmm. eternal life. And then we learn in John 1 1 that in the beginning was the word, the logos. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The Word was God. Thank you. And so Jesus is God. He's the Word. So in here, in John 6, uh, 51, he's saying, partake of me. Be baptized in me. I am the Word. The living Word. Mm -hmm. Okay? Eternal life. One of the reasons, reason number seven, why you should stick to the Scriptures is eternal life. That's right. And I know Jesus tells the Pharisees, you search the scriptures for eternal life, but I'm here. You search the scriptures for eternal life for Jesus, mm-hmm. understanding Jesus. Okay? Yeah, because Jesus said that it's um, in the prophets and um, in the Psalms yes. that talk about him, him. you know? And uh, yeah, everything points to Jesus in the Bible. Everything. It's all about Christ, our Messiah. The plan of God. Romans 12.2 is number eight. The eighth reason is to know the will of God. Give it to us, honey. All right. And be not conformed to this world, this world system, this world age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind Mm. that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God being transformed. So as you're reading the word Mm -hmm. through the power of the Holy Spirit, your your mind, your your reasoning, your thoughts, 
become renewed. We have the we become uh, we have the mind of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like, well, how, how do you let God transform you into a new person? How do you do that by being involved in the world and just being involved in NFL and to play football? You know that or having your nose in the Word of God, mm-hmm. and that's all. As your priority. Exactly. And as your mind gets renewed and your body follows, right? Because your yeah. body follows your head. Um, you become conformed into the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So number nine, the eighth reason is to know, is to, uh, is to know the will of God. Mm-hmm. To know God and to know his will. How many people have you heard? It's like, I just know what God's will is for me. I'm praying for his will. His will is for you to get to know him. Mm-hmm. That's what he wants from you. Yeah. That's but, it. But That's they're always it. thinking of a ministry. Yes. What does God want me to do? I want to you do know, a, a car ministry. And that comes as you walk with the Lord Jesus. Yeah. That's an outflow of you getting to know God. The, mm-hmm. the ministry outflows from that. And Your that first is a beautiful thing. To know God. Yep. Okay, number nine. Oh, and the other thing, though, that you had mentioned earlier about this scripture is that you're not being conformed to this world, right? Yes, ma'am. As you read the word of God, and it goes with the other scriptures we're reading, where you're discerning, discerning good and evil. Yeah. You're discerning the way of God and the way of the enemy. Yes. So, yeah, it all it's flows a- together. It's all tightly knit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think so. so. Yeah, I think so. The next one is found in Colossians 3, 16. And it says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. You know, when I think about... um, singing or, you know, doing spiritual songs, singing, it reminds me of um, one of the stories in the gospel where Jesus was having uh, communion, the communion yes, meal, the Passover yes, yes. meal, with yes. his disciples, and they sang. Yes. And I thought, that yeah. is so beautiful. Yeah. Now, just a side note, you may not have known this, but archaeologists that were digging around Jerusalem have found uh, copies of Mesquite Cafe songs. Really? In the upper room. They believe, that they can't prove, they believe that maybe Jesus' disciples were singing some of the songs that Mesquite Cafe well, that wrote explains over 2,000 years later. Yeah, yeah. So probably the song we're going to play at the end of the show might have been one of those. Mm-hmm. Well, it's very anointed, that's for sure. Yeah, that's not, I'm not talking heresy. <laughs> But as we do this, see, as we get the word of God in us, you know, especially the Psalms and all that, um, we can minister to the body of Christ, you know, and um, yeah, and it, and it feeds us, it encourages us, it, you know, it it, um, uplifts us, encourages us, uplifts us, and um, it's just how we interact with one another. Yeah. And this is also found um, 
in Ephesians, which is interesting because if you've ever read Ephesians along with Colossians, they're very, very similar. And um, so we have this um, word also in Ephesians. Yeah, so number nine, the ninth reason to prioritize scripture is to minister to others. Mm-hmm. That's a big reason. So you, you've had, you know, to being approved by God and knowing God, everything's been very personal. And now it's to push out. It's to give. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't have anything to give, then, you know, you just you join the other heretics, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, last one, the 10th reason that we should prioritize Scripture is to know the plan of God. God's ultimate plan. Now, he's had a plan before the beginning of plans, <laughs> for the beginning of history. Um, well, before Genesis, he's had a plan. And of course, after Genesis and the fallen world, he's always had a plan. And that plan, let me give you a hint, centers around the Messiah mm. to redeem God's creation, God's creation, back to himself. That's right. Okay. Now... The scripture I have is found in John 1 um, and 2 and 14. Okay. And it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And verse 14 says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten, which is a is unique, one of a kind. There is no other um, Jesus, mm-hmm. you know? So the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Beautiful. And um, what I also wrote down about Jesus is that he says that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And the life. So the tenth and final reason to prioritize the scriptures in your life, the understanding of the content of the scriptures, mm-hmm. is to know the plan of God himself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> to know why we're here, to know why Jesus died for us, um, how that happened. And uh, the purposes behind it, and to see. <coughs> excuse me. You're excused. And to see God's redemptive plan throughout biblical history. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's just reiterate, Ms. Kapow. Ten reasons to prioritize Scripture. Number one mm-hmm. was to please God. Amen. That was found in Hebrews eleven six. Mm-hmm. Number two was to be approved by God. That's right. That was found in 2 Timothy 2.15. Number three was to avoid false doctrines. And that's found in 2 Timothy 4.2. Excellent. Number four, to discern your own thoughts. Yep. And that's found in Hebrews 4.12. And number five is to the discerning of evil, good and evil. Good and evil. Yeah, that's important. <coughs> Hebrews 5, 13 to 14. And then the little subscripture about the, the milk of the word is First Peter 
22. And the other one, the sixth reason, was the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, yeah. getting to know Christ Jesus, mm -hmm. which is found in 2 Peter 3.18. Number seven is um, eternal life, which is Jesus Christ. He's the bread. He gives us um, his flesh to eat, the bread yeah. of... You know, the other thing that's interesting, too, in the, in the uh, Old Testament, manna, the bread that was um, given to the Israelites, uh, manna means, like, what is it? Yeah. You know, yeah. what is what is this? Mm -hmm. But... Um, it's Jesus. <laughs> and uh, so this one, number seven, is knowing Jesus who gives eternal life. The eighth reason is um, transformation, transform, transforming your thoughts, renewing your mind, and it separates you from the world, and then you will know the will of God. Oh, God. Yes, yes. The ninth reason... Uh, and where was that from? Oh, now? I'm sorry. Romans 12, 2. Yes. The next one is found in Colossians 3, 16, and it's about ministering to the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And then we have the last one. Um, that's found in John 1, 1 through 2, and number 14. And that is all about um, knowing God's plan. Yeah. The big redemptive plan of God. Mm -hmm. uh, that's about that's it, folks. Um, there's really no no nothing else to add. So ten reasons to prioritize the Word of God, the Word of God, Scripture, sola scriptura in mm -hmm. in your life. Ten good solid reasons. And you know that one scripture where it says, "Those that believe in the Word of God." You know, mm -hmm. it's the power of God. Mm -hmm. Where those that don't believe, of course, they just... They think it's rubbish. Just yeah. words. Yeah. But those that are born again know that this is the word of God and brings life, eternal life. Well, there's no doubt we live in very dark times. Mm -hmm. uh, things have descended very quickly globally. I don't like that term globally, but around the earth. And uh, <laughs> things have descended very quickly into darkness. Um, a lot of people want 2020 to be over so they can get on with life. Uh, me seeing the glass half empty, uh, not half full. Me actually going, why is there a glass here? Um, I do not think anything's getting better. Um, everybody's waiting for the end of the election. My thoughts are, it don't matter. It's going to be bad either way. Either way, it could, it's going to get uh, darker and darker because I, I, God is closing up history. So this this window of the gospel is is getting smaller. Uh, that's the eleventh reason. Come on, folks, mm -hmm. it's 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 closing up. We need to have our nose in the right place. Okay, fingers pointing back at Pablo. Fingers mm -hmm. pointing back at me, okay? That's right. Um, Keeping our eyes upon Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Anything else to add, Miss Kapow? No. Well, then give him a chow, and we shall say good night. Ciao, babies.
Rain.